Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. Evidently in China, according to uh, sources today, uh, the Chinese government uh, are actually, uh, uh, some some are saying holding, some are saying kidnapping, uh, some are saying uh, uh, abducting Christians and putting them in transformation facilities uh, and trying to get them to relent their Christian faith uh, or be jailed or worse. Uh, is there any truth to this? Let's turn to the person that I trust most on all things related to China and the uh, South Asian theater uh, in terms of what's going on in the neighborhood down there. Gordon G. Chang. Follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Gordon, thank you for coming back. Normally we're talking about big policy uh, issues and, and uh, you know, national security issues and, and the way the uh, administration is posturing itself against the uh, uh, the Chinese administration. But this is this is much closer to home for a lot of people. Um, uh, and let me just cut to the chase. The first question is what these reports are saying true. Are the are the Chinese uh, is the Chinese government taking Chinese Christians, putting them in transformation uh, facilities, and in essence, forcing them to recant their faith. Is that is that happening, Gordon G. Chang? I think that it is, Kevin. Um, we don't have confirmation of this Radio Free Asia report, but it is consistent with what we know about China's attitudes towards Christians. They have been persecuting Christians for quite some time. What this report adds is that it is more mechanized and more organized than we thought. Because this report talks about uh, temporary facilities that have been set up in basements and other places, really out of sight, um, to force uh, Christians to renounce their faith and to torture them and to hold them for months on end. Um, so I believe it to be true because it's consistent with what Beijing is doing with regard to religions of all sorts. And one more thing, Kevin. Um, this is probably just the precursor to large-scale camps for Christians. This happened with Uyghurs. Um, they started small, and then the persecution got larger and larger, and now it is on a Third Reich scale. This is, I think, going to happen to other people of faith. Well, there's there's no question of, about the fact that the uh, the Christian faith has has grown in China faster than any other country, I would say, over the last two decades. Uh, literally millions of people coming to faith, uh, the Christian faith, uh, each week. Um, can is it, What is it about the Christian faith that so threatens the Chinese uh, powers uh, in, that are in control? There's actually nothing that threatens uh, the Communist Party in reality. Now, the party is threatened, it feels, by any sort of group um, that doesn't adhere to atheism and to communism, um, that the Christians just want to pray on their own. Um, but Beijing feels that it must persecute them. Um, and by the way, by persecuting the Christians, they are spreading the faith even faster. So um, I think that, in, you know, that Radio Free Asia report gives some numbers for uh, Christians in China. I think they're much larger. I believe it's over 100 million. And it's growing very, very fast, as you point out, because in large part, uh, people want something, but they also um, are reacting to what Beijing is doing to them. Yeah. Um, and I can totally see how uh, the Christian faith, uh, as an evangelical myself, I can see how that would grow under uh, oppression because 
the hope that is in God through Jesus is something that is transformational to this life. You, you, you're not actually hoping that this life is the end all be all. And I'm sure that's got to be intimidating to people that hold the atheism. Yes. Well, Communist Party it goes against every group. So, for instance, if you like ducks, you know, you know, roast duck and you're in Beijing and you form a roast duck organization, you will be persecuted. And, and that is an actual example. Um, so it just shows you the absurd lengths to which the Communist Party goes because it is obsessive. Now, the one thing that frightens the Communist Party is that Christians have fervor. And this means um, when, the, when the communists look at their own organization, although it's over 92 million members right now, there's no fervor there. Um, it's more um, people are joining for basically personal advancement. Um, and so right now they look at Christianity and they're scared because communists, if you go back 100 years ago, and by the way, the formation of the Communist Party, July 1st, uh, 20, uh, 1921, uh, so they're going to celebrate their centenary pretty soon. They can see that their organization has grown old and that Christianity is young and is spreading fast. Wow, that is uh, that is very uh, interesting. What types of things are they exposing the um, the Christians to in terms of the uh, punishments? Well, they're holding them for months. Uh, the Radio Free Asia reports um, talk about one person who was held for almost 10 months. Um, but what they're doing is torture, and it's physical torture, mental torture. Um, there is endless indoctrination, and this is an attempt to, as you say, get people to renounce their faith. I don't think that this is actually going to work uh, for the reasons we just talked about, um, but what we're seeing is the Communist Party scale up their repression of uh, Christians. Yeah. Well, Gordon, we appreciate your insight. Uh, please follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Uh, he is the uh, the top authority, as far as I'm concerned, on what's going on in that region of the world. And we always appreciate his insights. Gordon, thank you. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.